so far, we've, we've talked about hope. We've talked about peace. Amen. We talked about joy last week. Today, I want to talk about praise. Amen. I want to talk about what? Praise. Amen. Because when you take hope, come on, somebody. When you take joy, come on, somebody. When, when you take uh, peace, amen, then guess what? It should lead to what? Come on, somebody. Come on. Let's praise them this morning. Oh, come on. What is going on? Amen. Praise. We want to talk about praise. And what's interesting about <clears throat> Luke chapter 1, <clears throat> you know, this. I, I purposely did this this year because I wanted you all to follow the narrative. Now, how many of you have been reading your devotional? I gave you out a devotional, right? And you've been reading that. That takes you into the season of understanding um you know, what the, this whole narrative is all about. Amen. But I want to go back to chapter one of Luke. Uh, last week, we looked at Mary's, uh, the Magnificat. We looked at her song. Amen. Oh, praise. But now I want to look at John. Let's look at John real quick before we look at Jesus. Last week, uh, Mary visits Elizabeth and uh, she sings her song. And then we come to verse 57 of John chapter 1. And look what it says. It says, now the time had come. We're talking about praise. Amen. We talked about uh, hope. We talked about peace. We talked about joy. Now we want to talk about what? Praise. Amen. It's, it's amazing to me that what we find in the two chapter, in one chapter, uh, there's 80 verses. In chapter 1 of Luke. Now, if you don't know anything about Luke, Luke was a doctor. He was a physician. And it's, it's interesting because Luke pays attention in the Gospels. So you have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Correct? Those are what you call the Gospels. And what you find, it's called synoptic because when you look at it, they say similar things. Almost the same. Amen. But the thing about Luke, he's such a detailed person. Amen. He gives us details that Matthew wouldn't give us. Uh, he gave us. He gives us details that, um, you know, that, that John wouldn't give us. But he gives us a detailed account, amen, of the birth of Jesus Christ. Listen, the, the, the interesting fact about this is the reason we should praise it's because this is not a myth. Come on, somebody. This is not something that was created in Hollywood. Amen. This is something that is as real as I am looking at you and you're looking at me that Jesus did live. Amen. He, he, he was born, amen, uh, to Mary. And the account helps us, amen, and it doesn't matter how many times we read the account, amen. Uh, the thing about it is, Israel did not know, they knew what they were looking for, but they thought that Jesus would come a different way. They were looking for a political king, come on somebody, but, but God had another plan. And we find that it's interesting that, that 
surrounding Jesus' birth, you find all types of miracles. We find a barren woman, amen, who lived all her life in shame. We find an abandoned woman, come on somebody, Mary, young girl who didn't have, amen, a mother, a father, amen, because it was never mentioned. And here we find that God uses people, come on somebody, that we would probably overlook. That's why it's real important not to overlook anybody because God can change Come on and help me somebody. God can change who? Anybody. Amen. Uh, look what it says. Somebody read for me. Leah, did you put on? Okay. Uh, 57. Verse 57. Let's read it. Somebody, anybody. See that? What were they doing? They were rejoicing with her. Why? Because, notice it says her neighbors. Amen. And her what? Her, her neighbors and her what? Relatives. See, this is a time for family. But this is a time that we rejoice with each other. Amen. No matter what you're going through. But here's the thing. Know this, that God, amen, can turn situations around for everybody. Amen. Watch the text. The text says that they, they heard. Amen. They heard. Come on, somebody. They what? They heard that the Lord had displayed his great what? I'm going to talk about that at 10 o'clock. His what? Mercy towards her. And, and that's a reason to praise in this season that God has shown us in 12 months. Come on, somebody. You know what mercy is, right? Compassion. Amen. There's grace, what, what, what you get, what you don't deserve. And then there's mercy, the compassion, amen, that comes along with what I've given you, what you don't deserve. I'm compassionate enough to give it to you. Are you with me? Amen. And mercy, amen, is what we should rejoice about in this season because God has been good to us. Do I have anybody? Watch the text. The text says, and they were rejoicing. You know what? I think it's time for us to rejoice for, for somebody else other than ourselves. Oh, she's so bad off, but you can't do nothing to help her. Come on, somebody. You've been talking about her. Come on, somebody. But, but can you rejoice? Come on, somebody. Can you rejoice with her? Amen. And look, verse 59 says, and it happened that on the what day? They came to what? Circumcise the child, this being John. And they were going to call him what? Now, we already know from the beginning that God had a plan. Even your name. Come on, somebody. Even your name has purpose. They wanted to call him what? Zacharias. They wanted to call him after his daddy's name, after his father. Look what he says. He says, but his mother answered and said, no, indeed. But he shall be called John. 
Are you with me? He should be called what? John. And they said to her, there is no one among your relatives who is called by that name. Now, here's the point that I'm trying to make here, too. Here's the point. Sometimes we allow tradition to trump God's plan. Come on, somebody. You can't let tradition change God's plan. God knew what he wanted John's name to be. It's up to the parents to obey God's will. Are you with me? Watch this now. And they said to her, there's none among you, verse 62. And they made what? The signs, because we already know what 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 uh what, what Zacharias' problem was, right? What was his problem? Problem is he didn't believe. Problem is he questioned what God allowed. So therefore his sentence was, we're gonna mute you for nine months. So nine months he'd been dealing with signs. Are you with me? Watch the praise, y'all. Watch the praise. Can I say something? Sometimes what we're going through uh, is temporary. Until God has fulfilled his plan. Come on, that, that's the reason to praise right there. Amen. Until God accomplishes his plan, amen, we accept what he allows. Now, now Zacharias could have been, Zacharias Zacharias could have been all upset. Come on, somebody. He could have been upset for nine months. You ever been mad for a long time? Come on, somebody. Can I tell you something? It's time to let that go. <laughs> Weeping may endure for a night. But, but, but let me help you. Joy is going to come. But you got to wait on God's turn in order to understand God's plan. Are you with me? Look what he says. He says, and he made signs to his father. As, as to what he wanted to call him, what he wanted him called. And verse 63, and he asked for a tablet and he wrote as follows. His name is John, not shall be, but it is John. Amen. And they were all astonished. And at once, tell your neighbor, waiting is over. Tell you, that's time to praise. Can I tell you something? Something you've been silent all year. It's time to open your mouth and praise. It's time to try to say hallelujah. Listen, your, 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 listen, your situations cause you to be silent. You've been writing out stuff. But God says this is your time now to open your mouth and give God praise. I wish I had somebody. I wish I had somebody. I said, open your mouth. Stop being weighed down by whatever it is that has caused you to turn for 12 months. It's time to open your mouth and say, thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Are you with me? What did he say? He opened his mouth. And here's the thing. When he opened his mouth, his mouth was open and his tongue, tell your neighbor, my tongue is about to get loose. Not to cuss nobody out, but to praise God. Some of y'all got a hot tongue. That's why the Lord silenced you for a minute. Amen. Oh, it's not going to work for me. Oh, it ain't going to get no better. That's why you've been silenced all year long. 
Because when you speak, you won't follow instructions. You won't call your child by what God wants to name. Come on, somebody. You want to, woe is me. Come on, it's time to get out of that party, man. Nobody's showing up to that party with their ugly sweater. Ain't nobody showing up to that party. Come on now. Ain't nobody coming to that party. The first thing out of his mouth. Can I ask something? What would you have said after nine months? And I've been here nine months riding on this tablet. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. You know we catch attitudes because we are under confinement. But sometimes your confinement it has a purpose. God is keeping you quiet so you can learn more about. I bet you Zacharias, Zacharias learned more about God in nine months than he did his whole life. Now, what you learned about God all year? Come on, somebody. That he's a way maker, a miracle worker, a promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who he, come on, somebody. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. They said his tongue was loosed. Loosened. And he began to speak in praise. Tell you, neighbor, it's time to praise him, y'all. Listen, we didn't come. Listen, you know, I don't know what happened between 9.05 and 10 o'clock sometimes. I be wondering what's happening. Come on, y'all. We don't need a crowd to praise him. Just look at what he has loosened in your life. Come on, somebody. I'm, I'm serious. I, I, I'm trying to help somebody. Look at what he has let loose in your life. What you were tied to. What you were tangled up to. What you were chained up to. And we can't praise him. Come on, man. The first thing out of his mouth. Verse 65. See, when you praise, people around you should fall in awe. What is it about your praise that causes me to sit back and say, oh my gosh, they must know something. I, Lord, let me know what they know. Let me experience what. You ain't got to go far. You woke up. I asked my wife, how do we know God loves us? I said, from the moment I wake up, I know he loves me because he let me see another day. And I, we allow all this mess. Come on, somebody. All this mess to cause us to lose sight of who he is. Come on, y'all. If anybody needs to be praising today, it should be us. I wish I had somebody. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Have you seen Harriet yet? Y'all, okay, all right. The record scratched. <laughs> Hey man, we've been through some stuff. How many been through? How many been through some stuff? Come on, y'all. She said, "I'd rather die than listen. I'd rather die than be a slave." And she jumped in that river, and it was done for her. But the Lord, come on now. Some of you've been running a long time. 
but the Lord. Come on, somebody, but the Lord. Bible says fear came on all those living. Oh, what 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 your neighbors see? <laughs> I find it interesting that not only did Elizabeth minister to her neighbors and her relatives and everybody around and every around everyone living around them and all these matters were being talked about in all the what? Isn't that something? Isn't that that something how God would touch your life in such a way where people will be like, man, what is it about this? What, What is... You know what? They see your praise. They see how much you fear God. They see something about your life. They're not, you're not, we walk, we, I don't understand it. We walk around just like the world. We look like them. Come on, y'all. Watch this. And all who heard them kept them in what? Saying, what then? Watch this, watch this. Will this child? Turn out to be. Lord have mercy. We don't know, do we? But can I tell you something? If you live your life in front of your kids, if you understand that every one of your children got purpose, come on somebody, but you live in front of them a life first pleasing. Listen, you can't undo dysfunction. But you can change the game. And here's how you change the game. You live a life that's pleasing to them. That not you, you, Listen, you're not just shouting on Sunday. You're shouting on Monday. Then what's wrong with mama? She, what? Listen, stuff is going wrong. Things are breaking. This is happening. And I'm still praising them. I'm still praising them. Why am I praising them? Because I know who I serve. And when you know who you serve, you ain't got to worry about these little particular things, uh, insignificant particular things in your life, because God's going to make a way anyhow. But it's interesting to me how the devil knows how to throw us off. And we forget all about the prophecy. We forget all about the moments we've had. We forget all about the, 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 the what God has brought us through. Look at the text. Somebody read that for me. Hmm. What what would this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord. Well, I can tell when the hand of the Lord is on a person. Come on, y'all. You can tell when the hand of the Lord is upon you. Lord, just put me under your care, Lord. Keep me under your hands, Lord. Let let the hand of the Lord be upon me, Lord. That's the reason to praise. So let's look at Zacharias. Now Zacharias goes in in prophecy. And his father Zacharias was what? See, that's the only way you can have joy, peace, patience. I said this last week, praise. You can't praise if you ain't in the spirit. (laughs) What's there to be happy about? Money's funny. Change is strange. Folk acting up. 
Amen. But but you can still praise God because you have something that the devil can't take from you. What can't the devil take? The word of God and the spirit of God. He cannot take it from you. But you know what I want to say? We fill our hearts and minds with things that drown, that, that grieves the spirit of God. So we miss. Now look what the text says. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. Now this word, this word, and the Bible says he begins to prophesy. Look what he prophesied saying. Read the prophecy for me. Show up in this place, Lord, this morning. Visit this place this morning, Lord. Lord, visit this place. Put your hands upon every person in this church this morning. Visit us right now. Lord, we are waiting for your arrival. And God, without your presence, we cannot truly praise you. Have you ever been healed in church? Anybody? Anybody been healed in church? Amen. Have you ever been, you, you came in here and you, you, you came here kind of twisted and turned around and then all of a sudden you just start, that, that means God was here. And, and if you ever come by here during the week, just sit. I wish I had said, we don't need church going on. You just need to come sit. See, some of us need to sit still because we got a lot going on in our lives. Why do you think we open up the cafe for our college students to come study in? Places like that. A place where the God's presence is there. Lord, visit us this morning. This is the prophecy being fulfilled in John. Verse 69. Well, was read. You gonna keep reading? No. Okay. Somebody pick up where she left. And she trying to get it on. That's why you need a Bible in your hands. All that technology sometimes can mess us up, y'all. Every now and then, get you a paper Bible, all right? Matter of fact, don't every now and then bring your paper Bible with you along with your phone. Amen? Everybody got a Bible? We're going to start bringing our Bibles to church. Amen? Come on. The Lord has spoken. Now, come on. All right, now, now, now watch this. What, what Zacharias is doing is he is speaking the prophecy and, and laying out God's plan that we needed salvation. But here's the beauty of verse 73. Here's a reason to praise. See that word oath? You got to know something. You know what that word oath means? The Greek word for oath means offense. 
Whatever God promises, come on somebody, he will enclose you with it. He will build a fence around you every day. <laughs> y'all ain't trying. Y'all going to make me have to sing up in here today. Watch this. The oath which he swore to who? And it's all because of God's promise that we see the promised son. Come on, somebody. Being his life being poured out because Jesus was supposed to come because he knew that we needed saving and we needed saving not just from the devil, but we needed saving from ourselves because we were born in this condition. And every now and then Derek shows up. I wish I had somebody. And every now and then I need the spirit of God. But it's because of the promise I don't forget what God has done for me. Do I have somebody? So don't you let the devil trick you when you mess up. You say, Lord, I thank you for the promise you made to Abraham. Thank you, Lord, that you keep your promises, but you got me in your here you you built a fence around me based on the promises that you made to abraham he says you know what he promised abraham land seed and blessings the land is literal the seed is literal and the blessings keep on going he has not stopped blessing us I wish I had somebody. I don't understand it sometimes. When I see church folk walking around with their heads hung low, you got a lot to be thankful for this season. But thank God that he keeps. See, I got some people made promise to me they ain't kept it one time. One time. I'll catch you next time, bro. I'll catch you next time. I'll catch you next time. You have, you have them kind of people? I'll catch you on the next time. i pay this time, but I'm going to catch you next time. They ain't never make good on their promise. Listen, let me tell you something. It's hard to believe in people. But you can believe in the God in the people if you see the God in them, if the hands of God is on them. And if they are within the circle. Because, watch this. Whenever you experience a promise come to pass in your life, it's illustrative of God who is faithful and we learn from God's faithfulness so that not only can we be faithful to him, but we can be faithful to others. That's a mouthful. You got to listen to the CD for that. Watch this. He says what? The oath which he swore to Abraham our fathers, verse 39, 74, it says to grant us that we being, Lord have mercy. Come on and praise him, will you? From the hand of our what? And after he rescued you, he didn't rescue you to hang at home and watch Joel. Because some of us get it twisted. Amen. We, we think that our service is just once a month. But he said that we, listen, it, it all depends. You see, I believe your level of service, it depends. Here's what it depends on. How bad off were you? 
Because he says that we might serve him. We shouldn't be intimidated. We shouldn't be afraid to serve God. Why should we serve him? We serve him because of what he has brought us through. Listen, it's time to praise without. Listen, don't be apologetic about your praise. Come on, somebody. Don't, don't listen. What they call it? Undignify praise. Come on, somebody. He says, with, serve him. See, watch this. He rescued me from the hand of the enemy. So quite naturally, what can I give back to God? I'm asking. I'm asking a question. What can you really give to God? Anybody? What can you give him? But if you can give him you in 2020, if you can change the game and stop making your life all about you, when you die, what would it be said of you? Well, he got that and he accomplished this and he accomplished that. Now, what did he do for God? What can I render unto God for all of the benefits? Watch what he says. He says in holiness. See, that, that's the other piece. We can't just serve without the lifestyle. Of holiness. I told you next year I'm going to talk about holiness now. I ain't going to go there right now. I'm on the move right here. Watch this. Holiness and what? Righteousness before him. All our what? Verse 76. And you and you child will be called the what? The prophet of the most high. For you. See, you know what he's doing now? He's, he's prophesying that blessings on his son. You got to speak over your children. You got to talk to them about God. You got to tell them that your life will be set apart for God. Your life, you're going to be different. Your life. Yeah, it's cool to be in church. Yes, it is cool to be in church. You don't get to sleep while I get to go to church. No, we don't do that. We don't do that. Amen. Watch this. Watch. I know parents doing all kinds of crazy stuff with their kids. Come on, somebody. But what we have to do as parents, we have to speak life over them. Look at this. For you will go on before the Lord. John. You know what? You know what? You know what Zacharias is doing here? He's prophesying his future. He's saying, son, you're going to go before the Lord. And prepare his way. What a position of honor. The last shall be first and the first shall be last. Don't like the platform if you don't like to serve. A lot of people want to get behind the pulpit and talk. But they don't want to do nothing after they get out the pulpit. You got to live. You got to serve. You got to get down in those trenches. And you got to be a servant before you could be anything else. Watch this. He says, go before the Lord. And what, what, what he was prophesying is this. He was saying that John was what we call the forerunner. Okay, he was the forerunner and he would, he would go before Jesus. Amen. Watch this. And what he would do is he would tell a dying world. He's coming back. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. 
He's coming. Prepare the way. Make straight the way. Watch this now. Get your life right. Get your family right. Get your mind right. That's all I'm saying to you. Get your life right. Get your mind right. 2020, you don't need positive thinking. You need a commitment to God. Because he's coming back. He's going to crack the sky. The dead in Christ will rise first. Come on, somebody. And they who remain will be caught up. Hallelujah. To meet him in the air. Can I tell you something? You got to be ready. And just like John would go forward and prepare the way. God has sent me to tell you. Come on, somebody. Get your heart right. He's coming back. I'm telling you, perhaps today. But where will he find you? In your heart. Where would he find you? The text says, to give his people knowledge of what? Salvation by the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God. What with which the sun Rise from on high will visit us to shine upon those who sit in darkness. This is John's future. And the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child continued to grow and to become strong in spirit. And he lived in the what? Deserts until the day of his public appearance to Israel. Listen, I find it interesting that God would send a messenger before the Savior. I find it very interesting that God has me here saying to you, prepare your hearts. Repent of your sins. Examine your life. 2020. He may come back. He's not on the timetable. Right, Heard? <laughs> He's not on the timetable. And he may come back. He may come back. And he will come back. And he is coming back. He is coming back. Definite article. He is coming back. And everything, just imagine this. Everything we done planned. You done had all your plans. And he shows up. Now let me tell you what will happen. Those of you who know Jesus Christ and the pardon of your sins, you will be raptured up and you will stand before what's called the Bema seat of Christ. Now the Bema seat, there's two seats, there's two Two judgments, Bema Seat judgment and Great White Throne judgment. Now, Great White Throne is for unbelievers. The Bema Seat is for believers. But here's what he'll judge you for. You ready? Your words, your thoughts, and what you did in the church for him. Now watch what it says. It says that when you stand before him now, 
He's going to throw it up on the screen. This is your life. And watch this. He's going to say, hey, okay, I saw you did. Okay, you, you, uh, you, you gave to the poor, but, but your motives were wrong. You wanted to be seen. You came to church, you sung in the choir, but you didn't do it for the right reason because you wanted to be heard. You preached to look good that day. So guess what? It will be tested by fire. It's a day of reward, not condemnation. You are going to heaven. But what type of life will you live there? He says he will reward you for what you have done. So can I help you with something? Those of you who've been tirelessly working. <clears throat> Those of you who <clears throat> think, oh man, I can't. Hold on. All right. There's a reward waiting for you on the other side. And when he gives it to you, now some of you ain't going to get nothing because you don't do nothing. You know, now, y'all know I'm a straight shooter. And because you're not doing anything, he ain't going to get you nothing. But remember this, eternity is forever. So how do you want to go into the next life? Now, you may be balling in this life. But how will you live in the next life? So that's why when you stand at the door and serve, when you feel like coming in, but you don't feel like coming, when you do it, but you do it with love and you do it with a spirit of love, God will reward you. Now, can I can't tell you, this sounds like a broke record, but watch this. Noah said the same thing. He had a very short sermon. You ready? It going to rain. It going to rain. Do you know how long he preached that? How many years? 200 years. I think it's 120 years. 120 years. 120 years he's been saying it's going to rain. And guess what they were doing? They were laughing. They're like, <laughs> please. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. I'm going to Macy's. Forget you. <laughs> and it came. So my encouragement to you. I know my time's up. My encouragement to us, don't think that what you're doing here or what you're doing for the Lord is going unnoticed. Press on because a, a greater day is coming, y'all. Because God is going to crack this sky one day. I am, I, I am literally... In anticipation, waiting for that day. Are you with me? If he kept his promise to Abraham. Now, here's the thing. Works doesn't save you. But works prove that you know something. Here's what you know. You know that he's coming back. Amen. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise.